Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. As we head into the Blues booth, presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Carrie Davis, Randy Carricker, the opening drive, 101 ESPN, the Blues at Winnipeg tonight, and you'll be able to hear that game here on 101 ESPN, see it on Valley Sports with our own Jamie Rivers and the gentleman who joins us this morning, as he does every Tuesday morning, the TV voice of the Blues, John Kelly. JK, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. Hey, how impressive was the, the bounce back win over Pittsburgh to you on Saturday night? It was extremely impressive, and, you know, it's coming off a very disappointing effort a couple of nights earlier against the Arizona Coyotes, and, you know, you didn't really know what to make of that game, Um, but the Blues really picked it up and played, I think, their best 60-minute game of the season. So, you know, that's a good team over there, the Pittsburgh Penguins, (laughs) with the, the likes of Crosby and Malkin. I don't think that I need to tell you guys that, and the Blues really... Um, you know, they made uh, had some big saves early from Jordan Bennington, um, but for the most part, I think they really controlled the goal and got some big goals and won the game 4-2, so it was great to see. J.K., it was obviously the Brandon Saad game outside of Jordan Bennington's performance, which was fantastic, but Brandon Saad also really, really good. What do you think about him on the top line with Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo? Well, I think we talked about it last week when Buchnevich went down with his injury is that, you know, not only does he have the, the speed and, 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 and a lot of skill, uh, but I think he's a really dependable two-way player. And I think that's good for younger players, especially like Thomas and Cairo. And I think he's a good fit there. Um, so I, I, I've liked the line. And obviously in the last game, it was their best game together. I know they've only played a couple. But, uh, you know, Buchnevich has skated the last couple of days, and we'll see if he is ready to go tonight. Um, not really sure at all. We'll find out at the morning skate. But, um, you know, in the meantime, Saad has done a really good job there. And, and his speed is, is very deceptive, as, as we know, and really could have had three or four goals the other night. That's how well he played. J.K., can you talk about what goes into, I guess, the difference from how they played against the Coyotes to how they played against the Penguins? What, what changed? What shifted? Well, it's a good question, Kerry. I, I think the biggest difference to me is their connectivity, if that's a word. Um, they were together all night. And conversely, against the Coyotes, they, were, they weren't they were together. And, you know, they come into the zone. One guy was on the puck and had no support. And for the most part, they were one and done in the offensive zone. Um, and in the last game, they moved up the ice as a five-man unit, had a lot of great puck support, you know, scored some great goals off the rush and things like that. 
and defensively they, they they packed it in again and played really well. So I think that's the biggest thing is they played uh, together as a five-man unit. And I know the coach talked a lot about execution and passing, and their passing and execution was was miles better than it was on Thursday. That's pretty obvious. So I'd say those are the two biggest things, the execution and the uh, how, how connected they were all night. And they still haven't found uh, how to get the puck in on the power play. What, what, what needs to happen there? Is it just shooting the puck more, being more connected, as you said, or, or is there something else that's missing? Well, I think the last two um, games, the, you know, the, not, not the last two games, but the power play, I think, was, was pretty good in the last game. I think they had a, a number of pretty you know, good chances on their two power plays. And the last power play against Arizona when they put the second unit on was very good. I, you know, I get the sense, I'm not trying to be a homer here, but I get the sense that it's coming and, and they're on to something. And hopefully I'm right because special teams, as we know, are critical every single night. Um, so they, they've got to find a way. And the power play struggled last year. And historically under Berube and before him under Hitchcock and Mike Yo, the Blues have had a very good power play. So, you know, hopefully that it's just an early season, not slump necessarily, but I think it's too early for that. But I, I do think that it is getting better, and hopefully they can get rewarded tonight here in Winnipeg. John Kelly is with us on 101 ESPN. And, J.K., we really haven't had an opportunity with Jake Neighbors to see him consistently, but they move him up to the second line the other night. When you look at the Jake Neighbors skill set, does, does and we don't know if the player is going to wind up being a top six player, but does his skill set show you that he has that capability to be a top six? Well, I think the jury's out on that, Randy. I think that for sure he's a top nine player. And, you know, whether he can move consistently from, say, third line left wing to second line left wing, you know, that's a big step because, you know, now you're expecting from your second line left winger to score, uh, you would think, at least 20 goals, if not 30. Um, Is he capable of that? I don't know. He's still such a young player. Um, but I do know I, the two things that I really like about Jake are, are number one is speed. He's a good skater, um, and that's so important in today's game. And the other thing is he thinks the game very well. He's a smart hockey player. If you watch him play, he you know puts pucks in right places, you know goes to the front of the net, does things like that, and he, he's fearless. So he has a lot of really good attributes. Um, but whether it translates into being a thirty goal scorer or a fifteen or twenty goal scorer. I, I really think it's too early to say, um, but he's a good kid, very respectful, and I know the Blues think a lot of him. Paul Bushnevich was out at practice and practicing the other day, but still wearing a no-contact jersey. It seems like that he will be questionable for tonight, but when he does return, are you putting him on the second line or are you putting him back on the top line, and how much does that change things? <laughs> Um, probably a better question for the coach, right? He's the coach. <laughs> what would I do? I would put Butch Davis back on the top line um, and and put Saad back where he was. So, you know, I think that you go through all of camp and you use different combinations, you know, either twosomes or, or threesomes, and you like what you've seen. There's no reason after a game or two just because of one injury to, to break that up and not come back with that. So Butch Davis, I think, has special chemistry with Robert Thomas and – and Kyra, they played a lot together last year. So I like that unit. And obviously, I like Brandon Sod. So um, it's a good problem to have, really, when you have, you know, again, it's a young season, but, you know, neighbors coming off a really good game. And um, assuming he plays in that same spot tonight, um, you like internal competition because 
you want all your players to perform to their best, right? So um, I think it's a good problem to have that, you know, neighbors had a really good game and hopefully another one tonight and, and make those decisions tough on the coach. Jordan Bennington has been playing his butt off. He's been outstanding so far this season. What are you seeing from him uh, in terms of how well he's playing? You know, Kerry, I think two things. Um, number one, I've, I've always said that when, when, when he, he plays well, and for that matter, really any goaltender, he's aggressive. You know, he's, he's out of that blue paint, out of that goal crease, at the top of the crease or out even farther, and challenging shooters, you know, taking away their shooting angles and things like that. And, and the other thing, and, and Jamie Rivers mentioned this on the broadcast the other night, is that pucks seem to be just sticking to him. Mm. And that's a great thing. You know, why that is, I don't know. Um, but, you know, when, when he absorbs a shot on his pads or his, you know, the midsection, whatever, the, he's not giving up giant, juicy rebounds. So um, his rebound control is really good, and he's really aggressive. And I think if you have those two things as a goaltender, um, you're, you're, you're going to be fine. So early on, he's been obviously awesome, and um, I expect that to continue here tonight. And with, with that being the case, Joel Hofer, uh, who's from Winnipeg, probably has some fr- friends and family in the stands, but they won't get to see him. But, John, would you anticipate with the Blues playing back-to-back at Calgary and Vancouver on Thursday and Friday, would you anticipate that we'll probably see Hofer in one of those games? Yeah, no question, Randy. You know, Coach Bruby has has really never played any goaltender. Um, and Bennington's been his number one guy since he took over, obviously. He doesn't play him on back-to-back nights. So, as you said, the Blues play Calgary Thursday, Vancouver Friday. You know, you have travel involved and things like that. So, I don't think there's any question that he would play in one of the two games on either Thursday or Friday. But, uh, you know, he, he had a tough night against Arizona. Um, but at the same time, I think if you look at that game, he, he made a lot of really good saves. And, uh, you know, could he have had the, the third goal back or maybe another one perhaps? Um, but, you know, I, I don't think that his play really was reflective of the score. I think he, as I said, he faced 42 shots on goal and didn't have a, sh- a chance really on a lot of them. So I, I'd like to see him bounce back and, you know, get in the net, you know, sooner than later. And I think he will on Thursday or Friday. John Kelly, always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. Have a great day in Winnipeg, and we will be tuned in tonight as the Blues take on the Jets. All right, thanks for having me. We'll talk to you next week. You bet. Thank you, sir. John Kelly and Jamie Rivers tonight on Bally Sports with the Blues at Winnipeg, and then, as we mentioned, at Calgary on Thursday and at Winnipeg or at uh, Vancouver on Friday.